0: So you know you should be sending out your weekly email and posting on Instagram and connecting with your clients on Facebook and maybe you should even be on TikTok, LinkedIn, right? But you have no idea where to start, how to execute. Maybe you even know what your personal brand is, right? You have an idea of like the different categories of that, but you have no idea what you should actually post. This episode was made for you. I have Carrie Wright from the BPR Experience, our right arm here on the team, and she is going to ask me all sorts of questions about how to actually create a content calendar, how to actually execute and create posts and emails from it and we're going to go by a step-by-step way of doing this and provide you with some a free little download where you can access my branding deep dive yourself. Let's do this. You're listening to The Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench Podcast where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your
1: soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design.
0: Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, Best Bunch Babes, today on the show, I have Carrie White, who is just one incredible human. She's a member on our team here at the BPR Experience. She's best right arm, basically an assistant for all things, everything on the team. She is creative, amazing. She can tackle any task, including fixing an ice maker. You know what I'm talking about, right, Carrie? We have referenced her on the show so many times and how our world is so much better because she's in it. Literally walks into a room and she's a ray of sunshine. So we're not going to be talking about assisting on... (laughs) assisting anything on the show today, what we're going to be talking about is how to create a content calendar and actually execute it. This is something that I get asked so many times. Okay, so we've done the deep dive. I know my brand, or at least I think I know my brand. How do I actually take that and implement it into a regular routine? So she is going to just start asking me a bunch of questions. It's going to be a and a episode, and I'm just so excited to dive in. Welcome to the show, Carrie.
1: Hi, thanks. So that's exactly uh, the questions I have. Like your deep dive happened. You have an idea of your brand.
0: Now what? Yeah, this is going to be such a fun one to dive into. And um, it's going to be interesting to be on the other side of the mic you're going to be doing the question asking and i'm going to be doing the answering so i'm hoping to really clarify some things and give you all some really usable tips to implement some strategies today in your marketing and in your branding and in your social media so first carrie tell us about yourself that's probably my only question for the show okay
1: uh I'm Carrie White. I have been friends with Beth since 2018. If you followed along to um, with Beth sharing about how I joined the team, uh, we met in Rotary in 2018 and she just had this energy that I was drawn to and I have been fascinated with all things real estate and it was just time to uh, come aboard and see what the real estate life would look like. So
0: here I okay. am. But also, Carrie, like you're a ninja at fixing everything. You are like a natural, like mediator, a natural, just like you're just happy. You bring like all this goodness to the team. You're a mama. We both, oh, you have a three year old and I have a four year old now. So we definitely have a lot of that stuff in common. So you know what it's like to be a working parent, sort of navigating that in between. Um, you're just so. Freaking awesome actually. So I don't I don't think she talked herself up and up there. So I'm just gonna add add some stuff on there. We would not be where we are at today without Carrie. Like she is a necessary member of our team. So Okay. (laughs) Matt.
1: I love it. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you. Like that's so sweet to hear, and everything's been going really great. And I'm just excited for what this year is going to bring. So I'm just, yeah, excited to move forward.
0: Awesome. Okay, so Carrie, what sort of questions do you have for me? Like let's just let's just dive right in.
1: Yes, love it. Uh, the first thing, like when I came abo- on board, it was, hey, you're gonna get together with Christy and do a deep dive. Explain what a deep dive is.
0: Oh, that's that's a great. Great question to start this off. So we do, um, one of the cool things about the BPR experience, which is the team that we're all on here, is that we do um, all of our agents and anyone that gets onboarded which that's such a silly word, onboarding, right, Carrie? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyone that joins the team, they do a deep dive into like their cre- the creative work, into their creative brand, and how to actually execute that into like effective marketing. So, you know, if you've been listening to our show for even I guess five minutes, right, you'll know that we're obsessed with branding and marketing and what that does for your business and how it can take it to the next level, how it allows you to truly connect with the client, with other human beings, and why that is so important and necessary for if you want to have a sustainable business in in the near future so I think we were saying like two years and I realized like wait I said two years almost a year ago so really honestly in the near future so everyone on the team sits down with me and we do a deep dive into what their brand actually is and like their inner workings and I had I asked them like I mean gosh Carrie how many questions do I ask okay. <laughs> it's a, that, I ask really Yeah, I ask really big questions like what is your why? Like I want to make sure that what you're doing, your work is aligned with you and that you're not trying to copy someone else. You're not trying to copy another real estate team, you're not trying to like copy someone else's journey or life. You're truly like creating a brand that's authentic to you and it's going to serve your clients really really well. So this is, that's what the deep dive is. I ask you a bunch of questions to get to your core and how you work and how your business can function within that space, not how you can live within your business, right? Like we're all humans first. Um, we're moms or we're, you know, wives or partners or business owners or like we're ourselves and that comes first. And then business, how that fits within that space. So once we align all of those areas with our brand, and we truly execute it at a level that makes sense for us, it's going to be effective and it's going to resonate with our audience and our clients. And if you're still wondering, like, what questions should you be asking yourself right, to get to this core to really figure out your personal brand and how to execute it? Because there's a lot of questions we need to be asking ourselves to really figure it out. We can't just assume and we don't want to look just like someone else. You can head to our show notes, go to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com click on this episode and you'll be able to download a little sneak peek at the questions I ask and the deep dive that I do. So this is something that we've just added there and it's free for all of you. Are you stuck on where to begin when it comes to creating a personal brand? You know you need one. Everyone is talking about them, but you just aren't sure how to do it. Or maybe you are spending endless hours in Canva creating beautiful templates, but you aren't seeing the results that you want and you can't quite figure it out. I don't know about you, but I am sick of wasting time and energy on things I am told I should be doing when I don't see the results. You with me? Guess what? I just might have the solution you've been looking for. I've created an exclusive podcast where I share the top seven questions you need to ask yourself when it comes to creating a brand to get out of your head and into serving your clients at the highest level. Consider it a sneak peek into the deep dive I do with all my branding clients to get them focused and into action. This deep dive will help you take the guesswork out of where to begin and will save you hours and hours on Google. Head to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com, of click on podcast to listen to the show, and enjoy this Bus Bench Babes Insider episode completely free and created just for you. Now back to the show.
1: Okay, so I love that. Love to know what the deep dive is. But once it happens, you have an idea of your brand, then what?
0: Okay. So this is like a really big question and I love this question so much because then what is really I think what so many of us get stuck on, right? This is what stops us from posting or causes that paralysis or that imposter syndrome to kick in like, okay, I know who I am. I know the clients I want to serve, but how the heck do I actually serve them? What do I actually post? All that kind of stuff. Is that what you mean, Carrie? Exactly. And
1: my favorite words is how do you do that
0: authentically? I love that, right? How do I love that so much? Well, if you have your brand dive and you have that core stuff, you'll be able to go back to that category that we, those different categories that you've selected that make sense for you. So that'll be one place that I kind of always tell people to go back to if they get stuck, just to make sure it still feels aligned and makes sense for your audience. But if you're like, okay, I have my brand, I have this sort of figured out, what do I do? <laughs> well, you start posting, honestly. So you're going to. There's a couple ways to go about doing this. And one of them is to create a content calendar. And I have been told over the years that I just don't do content calendars. I'm more of a like post in the now. Cool, cool, awesome. If you can do that, awesome. Like posting in the now feels authentic. Okay, cool. Here's the thing. There are going to be posts that you need to post in the now. That's just the reality because they're going to happen and it's going to make sense for you to post in the now. Actually, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. You don't ever need to post in the now, but if you are someone who wants to post in the now, the opportunities will present themselves. That's maybe a better way of wording that. So what you're going to do. So with that, I still recommend that you create a content calendar. So. What will happen is if you don't, and even if you're in the now poster, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to get busy. Like if you're in real estate, like we are, you're going to find like the spring market is heating up, right? You don't have time to do your posts. You don't have time to send that email this week. So my recommendation always is to really work off a content calendar. Get in that headspace where you can actually do that. Um, retrain your brain, you know, all kinds of different things. And then you can allow for space in the now. Now, if you're not an in the now poster, and you are just saying, you just want to post in the now or that's how you've always done it, I challenge you to actually create the content calendar. Because this is going to be something that is going to change your marketing, change your approach and change how you serve your clients and like it's going to up-level you in so many ways. It's a really critical part of what we do here at the BPR Experience and for Best Brand. So that's where I would go with that. You need to create a content calendar. So now yeah. your next question probably is... Yeah. Is
1: it a literal calendar? Like, are you- Is
0: it a literal calendar? So a yeah. content calendar can look a lot of different ways. So if you're a really visual person, I recommend drawing this out on a piece of paper or I used to do best when we very first started working together, which we've shared about on the show, how we were both like navigating this new space together. Um, I would actually create it in Photoshop. I have a photography background. I know Photoshop like the back of my hand. So you might not, that might not be you, right? But you can do it in any sort of drawing program that works for you or just a sheet of paper. And I would actually create like nine or 12 squares because that's what Instagram looks like right when we talk about posting to Instagram you can get a piece of paper you can like draw it out and go from there or if you just have a calendar that you want to write on that works too for me I'm super visual I wanted to know how the grid would look with photographs so I would create it this way for that reason so I would have one separate calendar that had all the content ideas on it and then I would have another one that had the photos and I would sort of like Mix and match it to make sense. And so we had a strategy behind our weeks and what we were going to post, um, who we were going to serve every post, every email has intention, and that would all get plugged into that content calendar. Now we have evolved and we are working in a Google Doc. Now this might seem even, even more like simple or like elementary, but the reality is we work better this way. We can access, um, we can access a Google Doc from anywhere. Uh, if Carrie, if you need to access the Google Doc, you can access it. So we've actually sort of evolved there. But this is after years of doing it and visually seeing what that content calendar looked like. So now we actually, I'll send Beth images over and then we will work up all the content in a Google Doc. Does that answer the question or do you think I should dive in even more?
1: Um, I'd love to hear more about how you come up with the idea. So you know Beth's brand You know, you know, the things she's passionate about that she can post authentically, uh, that she enjoys, and it finds it easy to talk about. So I know you collaborate with her on the content. So can you talk more about how you come up with the theme for the post?
0: Okay, this is a great question. This is where I will talk for like a year and a half, Carrie. (laughs) You've been listening to the show for quite a while now, but I will talk forever and ever and ever about email marketing and content planning. Like it's my jam. I'm obsessed with it, repurposing content. And this is where I don't want to derail our podcast completely into this one area because I will, I'm like raising my hand over here. That will happen in about five seconds flat. So cut me off if you need to if I go down like too big of a rabbit hole. Okay, so once we know our brand, right, you have those workings of your brand and you have an idea of your audience, you've identified all that through your branding deep dive, right, or whatever that looks like for you. Uh, You're going to take those categories that you've selected out and you're going to start like thinking of ideas and topics that you can post on or educate on within that. So for instance, for best brand, let's just go really super basic. She's a realtor, obviously, right? and she loves design. So let's just take those two categories there. So real estate, super easy. If you're a realtor listening to this, you have endless topics. My gosh, the market right now. What clients want to know, right? How you can educate them. Do you work with first time buyers or not? You know, are you a seller's agent? Are you a buyer's agent? Like, do you have a team or not? There are so many topics, spring market. All of that can go underneath that real estate category, okay? So we're constantly paying attention to what's going on out there what do people need to know? And the time of year, these are all like super important, right? So right now we're all gearing up for the spring market, which has already started, at least in Minnesota, it's already started. So we know right now, we're going to be working the first time homebuyers, we're going to be edging a lot, right? Because they're coming out of the woodwork after the last couple of years, or a lot of the team is going to be working with them. We also need to be serving our clients that we've had, you know, for years and years and years. So What sort of information are they looking for right now? Like, this is a great time to be sending the CMAs, the home comps, right? Like, this is a great time for that as well. So we have all of this information under these categories, and then we pull that information when it's appropriate for the time of year and for, like, what our clients want to know in that moment, Right. So this is where like the complexity of what we've been doing for so many years, I think comes into play. So I'm probably oversimplifying this a little bit. But the reality is, once you know your brand really, really well, you're going to know when to pull that out. If you're listening to your clients, your community, you're going to know what they need to know in that moment. So that's where we take that all those ideas and all the information that we're being fed to constantly. And we'll pull that out into her real estate category that we're serving now. Let's talk design for a second. So another part of her brand is design. Beth is a designer. She went to design school. She is, she can walk into a space and like, okay, I can walk into a space and see cool things you can do and like, like envision many things. Like I can. She takes it up about 10, 15, 20 notches. Okay. Like times a hundred. And she will walk in and be like, if you just did this and this and this, this space would be this. Right. Or like X, Y, Z here and like your whole room is is completely transformed into something that you've always dreamed of. Like she is so good at this. Her skill here is incredible. Well, it really our clients want to know that it's some of our most downloaded or not downloaded. (laughs) I'm thinking podcast, Carrie. It's some of our most uh, clicked on uh, items in our in our emails, it's something that we focus on in our marketing because this is a really big piece of Beth. It's what she loves to do, and her clients also want that. And it serves home buyers, homeowners like it serves everything. So it makes sense for her. So then, if we take her design thing and We just did a huge holiday push for all of her design stuff. So if you've been following her for a while, you probably would have received all of that that we did. Um, but so we'll put all her design things like design tips. She does a weekly design tip that goes under design. You know, if she's going to be working on any consultations or if she like any design trends that are going on. Or if it's like a certain holiday time and we're gonna be talking about like how to decorate your home during this time on a budget, all these different kinds of things. Those all fall under the design category. And then we can pluck from that when it's appropriate for the time of year because all the information is already there. And this is a list that we're constantly evolving. Um, that we're, you know, tweaking and making it make sense, you know, some categories have come off, some have gone back on. And so this is like something that you're going to be revisiting maybe every six to 12 months to make sure it makes sense for you. But this is where you can pluck those ideas, right? So if you already have this whole huge, like, I guess, like pool of ideas, and they're already categorized, how much easier is it for you to go write an email? Because you already have all these ideas. If you're paying attention to what's going on in the market and say, like, this week, their interest rates just dropped 3%, wouldn't that be amazing, everyone? (laughs) Like, they just dropped 3%. Probably not going to happen. But say that that happened. Well, you would know, like, pause that I was going to talk about, you know, maybe the spring market heating up. I'm talking about interest rates this week. And that is where you, in the know, people will, like really stand out and shine because you have all this other content lined up and now you're keeping, you're in the know, you're paying attention, you want to serve your clients best and you get to have that fill up of, ooh, I get to talk about interest rates because it's happening right now. So that's where like, I truly believe having, those categories in place and having a content calendar that's structured out, that obviously you need to have flexibility within that. You need to have like space to allow other things in. That's what actually opens up that space for it to happen. Because you're not just like throwing something random in because, oh, interest rates drop. Let me go talk about that. Like you've already served, 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 served served every other area of your brand to your clients that when interest rates drops, they're listening. Because it's not the only dang thing that you're posting, right? So that's where it all starts. Rotation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're serving, if you think of like, real estate is literally one category in like five. And there's subcategories within that as far as your brand goes. And so really thinking about that when you go to post and really getting strategic and having a strategic plan behind that for repurposing is key. So I'm going to add one more thing without like, Completely derailing us, Carrie. Because I know you have a bunch more questions. Um, and if you have more questions too, shoot me a message on Instagram, and I will definitely um, reply to you. But um, when you now, I just really touched on like social media more and like what you can post. Like social media is secondary, or if even that, honestly, I'm talking email list first here. So we will, when we content plan, we will pluck information for um, our weekly emails. And then we actually we send emails at least twice a week. So we'll pluck that information and then we'll repurpose it probably three to five times minimum. And that'll go on to social, the podcast, you know, it all is sort of like intertwined. So that's like the big picture of how that content calendar and how those categories within your brand can work. Because you're not just doing like a one and done, you're taking like, let's just say the interest rates drop 3% because that's super fun to talk about. I mean, that would make everyone really happy right now. Okay, so they, we are 100% doing a podcast on it. We are 100% educating realtors via our social media. We're educating our buyers and sellers. We are so like the, these are different social media posts. We're talking about it probably through video, through a post, maybe through some text like a carousel, and we are also sending multiple emails out on this topic and re like reapproaching it a couple different ways. So we're we would take that topic and repurpose it probably I would say like seven different ways. Wow. Does that Makes yeah. sense too. Oh, so yeah. that's where you get all that. And that's where it's like, if I don't know what to post, well, get your categories in place and then be ready too for what's happening. Got it. Does well, that clarify more?
1: So many questions like within that answer, like it really, uh, you know, answered other questions I had. Uh, you talked about possibly reevaluating your brand. So, you know, pulling. Uh, new content in and or you know pausing some content uh, what does that look like like do you do a whole nother deep dive and how often should you do that
0: so I think that I'm gonna just kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna lightly answer this question because I'm going to assume that if you're checking out this podcast maybe you're a little bit newer to your brand or you're still kind of like learning the ins and outs of that which is awesome like you are definitely in the right place and we have some good resources for you so like With that, um, you definitely, if something is starting to feel off, right? you're posting and it just doesn't feel right. Ask yourself why. So it doesn't have to be 6 months or 12 months out, but again like you had mentioned like absolutely that's a good time to do it just like a refresh check-in, but even if you're like a month in and something's not resonating with your clients, you can pivot. Like go ahead and revisit that deep dive. What's making sense is this not serving my clients and this goes back to actually Carrie. Um this goes back to episode 14, the power of your story. And This is where I talk about like how powerful your story is and why that's really impactful. But also every post that you put out, you need to be asking yourself, like, is this serving my clients? The post isn't for you. Can it fill you up? Absolutely. But you are serving your clients and growing your audience and you can show up authentically and do that and not post self-serving posts, really. So but if you're starting to feel that way when you think of executing your brand then definitely it's time to revisit. Otherwise, you know, 6 to 12 months, have I evolved as a human? Most likely. Have mm-hmm. I learned something new? Yes. Am I even still in real estate? Maybe, right? Of course, like going back through and tweaking that. I don't necessarily know that you would need to go back through the whole thing, but maybe your why has changed. If your why has changed, like that's huge. So I think that your gut will sort of tell you if you need to go back and revisit. But my recommendation is at least yearly to make sure it's making sense for what you're doing. Especially if you're in a busy season. Um, if you're really busy working with home buyers or if you're in any other small business and you're really busy, it's really easy to just start like posting kind of the same routine over and over again and not revisiting. But Time will tell and your clients will tell you. Your audience will let you know if they no longer want the information you're providing. How will you know? Your email rate opens, will go down. Your click rate in your email, then it'll go down, your percentages. You will start reaching a different kind of audience. You will notice on Instagram that actually you're reaching a younger, older, different demographic, that kind of thing. And then you'll know to pivot there. So if you're paying attention to the analytics, both on social media, you know we could even dive into website here i don't know if you know that might be too much there but analytics on every end including your email opens who's opening all of a sudden you're starting to see like different people are opening your emails than they did before those are all like really good like i don't want to say red flags but just like oh hey these are some opportunities like something's changing here those are things to take note of and then maybe adjust from there
1: yeah love it Um, This is so great and I'm learning so much. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. So I know, you know, social media, it's been around a while. It's very, it's the way to make connections. You talked about the emails, uh, your email list, that is your audience. Um, Those are two really important pieces of the marketing, you know, kind of pillar of a business. And what if you're just someone who isn't comfortable posting or you never have, but you really, truly want to make these connections? And uh, like, so going from never posting to needing to put content out like three times a week with email and social media, what would you tell someone in that position?
0: Oh, Carrie, this is such a great question. First, take the pressure off yourself. Everything's going to be just fine. And the three times a week is a self-imposed number, so I would start with that too. Um, so really honestly, looking at yourself like, what is the reason I don't want to post? What's the reason I haven't posted in the past? Why am I afraid to send that email? And this makes me think of our imposter syndrome episode where we talk about navigating imposter syndrome and believing you're enough for what you're doing. Like that's really what it is, and I think that's episode 15. So so you can head back to that. But this is something that the majority of us, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that very confidently because my experience has been the majority of us fall into this imposter syndrome. And how that comes out is all in all different ways, which is why sometimes I don't think that we think we all have it or most of us have it. So if you don't, fantastic. But you know, just like I don't want to post like that. My, they're not going to care what I post, or I'm not good enough to be talking about that, or I'm a new agent. I can't talk to them about what the market has done the past three years. Yes, you can. Yes, you absolutely can. And like, there's all these things that come out. Or I don't want, you know, my family or my friends to like know exactly what I'm doing because then they'll think I'm marketing to them. Like all this imposter syndrome that comes out is probably potentially could be one of the reasons why you're not posting. Also, you just haven't like exercised that muscle enough to do it. So that is something that I think you have to first ask yourself is why am I not actually posting? Because the reality is, if you have a small business right now, you, it's a very good idea to have a social media presence. It is also critical that you have an email list right? And that you are serving your clients that way. So people will argue with you that you don't need to be on Instagram, that you don't need to be on social media. And yes, there are some businesses that are still successful without that. I would say the majority of us do need to be on those platforms because like I've mentioned before in previous episodes, Instagram is like your first handshake. It's your, hey, what's up, right? And millennials, which are we can go back to that episode too where we chatted with millennials coming into the marketplace, but they, are, they can see authenticity like better than anyone else. So they know if you're being authentic or not and they want to make sure that they can at least find you on these social platforms. So that's the reality, too, when we think of the what's happening and who's coming into real estate. So you absolutely need to be on there. And so I think if you know that as a business owner, if we're talking specifically real estate or any other small business, you know my audience is there. I can connect with them there. Again, you go back to why am I not doing this when I know it's going to serve my business? And a lot of times it's going to go back to our inners, our inner stuff, right? What's holding us back internally from doing this. There's also the piece of like I just don't know how to post on social media. Maybe you've never had, you know, Instagram or maybe you've never been active on Facebook, right? So there's also a learning curve there that could be potentially part of it. The reality is though, you can figure that out. Like honestly, I'm pretty sure my grandma like has a Facebook. Like you could absolutely figure this out. So that's something where okay, so what steps do I need to take to figure it out if I don't know how to work it, right? Or the other one is, it's too time-consuming. Okay, I feel you. It is absolutely time-consuming, it is, but your email is your highest ROI that you're ever going to get. So, uh, and then when you think of how that you can repurpose that into social media posts and the social media is your first handshake, like I am going to challenge you to go out there and actually start using it. Now, like you had said, Carrie, um, three times a week. Okay, first of all, Are you sending emails at least weekly, if not bi-weekly? Like, right, like really honestly, an email should be going out at a minimum every seven days. Better to be going out at least twice a week. So if you are not doing that, I actually don't care what you're doing on your social media. Get your emails going, number one, if you're really that crunch for time. Now, there's usually time if we like categorize it out in our lives and make it a priority right so if it's like you can only post on social media once or twice a week okay like that's fine if your email is going out okay cool now then you have to go back to thinking like is it worth my time to be posting more am i getting like engaging with my audience and then we go into algorithms and what algorithms want and what instagram wants and facebook and the reality is an active user is going to get more reach than an inactive user video is video is absolutely like instagram and youtube have said video rules the end so if you are not posting video is it going to hurt your your brand or your business? I mean, most likely you're not going to grow nearly as, as big as you could have. So it's it's really important to be doing these things. But if it goes down to like, what do I need to start with first to actually start executing? Like it's your email and then going into your social media. Yeah. Is that helpful, Carrie? Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: Everything's so helpful. I'm loving the email talk. I'd love to focus on that. I think it's I'm going to I think it's really easy to get really caught up in social media and mm-hmm. I have preached how important social media is time and time again we have seen results there that have been significant our you know team has seen significant results there it makes sense right social media makes sense for us and with that though, I think there's like a lot of fear of like, it's going to just be this huge time sucker. I don't want to do it. And I totally get that. And I totally understand that. I think it's just all about setting boundaries and making sure it works for you. And the posts that you're actually posting are reaching the right people and doing what they need to do. So there is intention and strategy behind every single post. Again, getting rid of the self-serving post because That's just like chatter out there. It's just loudness. It's not helping you at all. And like making sure all of those posts are very like specific. Right. Starting there, once you start seeing results, you're probably going to be more prone to want to post more.
1: Yep. Yes. So a fun thing that I got to witness was the whole holiday push, the the marketing execution for the holidays. And thinking of working backwards or, you know, planning ahead, like you were, you were in the holiday zone in October, right? Before that, before Carrie. (laughs) So what might that look like for a content calendar, you know, working ahead in that realm, staying focused kind of on that, uh, the calendaring part, it's a literal calendar, holidays are on the calendar, travels on the calendar,
0: Mm -hmm. like talk, can you talk to that? Oh, that's such a great question. So I'm going to be super transparent here. We ex we execute at a very high level as far as our marketing strategies go. And I really understand that not everyone is going to be in a place where you're going to be planning that far out. I totally get that. Now, if you have a team and you are a lead and you are listening to this, you're a founder of a team, you... It's a good idea to be executing at this level. It just is. And it's going to serve your business. So really, honestly, I don't want anyone to leave this episode feeling completely overwhelmed um, when we share how we've done this, because we've been at this for a few years. And, uh, you know, it's taken quite a bit of growing and learning pains to get here. So if you're fresh or new at this, like with your content strategy, like start small and build up from there to avoid getting overwhelmed and just not doing anything so with that um we will forecast typically we'll have like our big picture idea right so big picture content calendar if you want to call it that if you need a visual and that'll be like okay so q1 we're focusing on xyz it's actually more than three letters it's you know carrie it's a very long list um and then we'll sort of pull from there to make sure that we're hitting all those categories and go on. Our holiday push is unique in that Beth serves her clients at such a high level, a high touch level during the holiday season. And we have seen such a really cool um, community of people come come about from this, which has been really great. The feedback is incredible. Now you may think like, oh, it's just holiday related. So it's like a one and done. And it is true. This is the one time where we or I shouldn't say the one time, but there are certain times throughout the year where one and done makes sense. It just does. Now, with that, we have downloadable PDFs, you know, like our lead magnets for our emails um, that we created three years ago that are still downloaded to this day so we've re-pushed them through the holiday. so there's so much strategy put in place and like when I said we I plan it before October a lot of the heavy stuff is in October carry, but really honestly end of summer is when we really start forecasting that season because it's like our it's a really special time for us and we hit it really hard we put a lot of our time and energy into it so we want to make sure that our ROI on that is making sense so for us that strategy for Q4 will usually start a little earlier in Q3. So really kind of taking your, like take your calendar. Now, you don't have to do this the way that we do it, obviously. So take your calendar. It can be a physical calendar. It can be a Google Doc. And like, okay, Q1, what do I want to focus on? What do my clients need from me this month? Write it all down. Any events that you have going on, like any specific things that you want to talk about, um, any anniversaries that make sense for you within your clients or business or personal. All of that jazz gets plugged into there. Vacations, like you mentioned, Carrie, that all gets plugged into there. And then go through Q2, Q3, Q4, do all of that. So you have this like umbrella of what you're doing for that quarter. And then you can sort of like figure out the rest underneath it into your months and then into your weeks. So you kind of like start really broad and then narrow it down even more from there. And that way it's not like, oh shit, it's Tuesday. Our event is on Friday and we have only talked about it once. What are we going to do? Like, no, you've been preparing these clients for an in-person event for like the whole year really. And then the weeks leading up to it, you've really been specific in it. And of course they show up because they want this because they like all the serving that you've done throughout the year makes sense that they want to see you in person. Does that make kind of sense? So really like paying attention to the really broad, big overall and then breaking it down. So again, I don't want anyone to get super overwhelmed by this. So if you if you're a solo agent or you're an agent on a team, honestly, and you're just not getting the support like for marketing from, you know, leadership, that's cool too. You can do this on your own. So like figure that all out, break down your categories and then just kind of sub it out from there until you get to your actual content.
1: Yes. Wow. I mean, you have hit every single point I've been curious about, just like the, you know, planning ahead, the execution, and the strategy in between. Like everything you do is just amazing. So,
0: (laughs) you're so kind. It's kind of scattered and like bananas in my head, which is why we, when Carrie and I talked about, or what I was going to do this episode originally solo. And I was like, Beth, I have like so much information. I don't even know how to do this. Like I honestly, it would be like a six hour show. And she was, and Carrie then, I don't remember if she said it or you said it. And the interview idea of we just did Carrie's brand dive a few months ago. So Carrie's really, and honestly, she's been thrown into like a lot of big projects. So Carrie hasn't. I really had the space to be diving into hers anyways, but you're slowly implementing it. You have your emails going out, which are just fantastic. I love them so much. Um, but so she's like in in the new stages of this and she had all these questions. So this made so much more sense to can make it concise and, and make sense for everyone else.
1: Yes, I had so much fun. Thank you. Okay, so another question I had, uh, it can relate to either email or social media posts, but are there any rules as to how long or short an email or a post should be?
0: Okay. That is such a great question, Carrie. It's such a great question. And there is not a correct answer here. So I'm just going to, I can touch a little bit on why something would be longer, why it wouldn't be that kind of thing. I'll nutshell it. And then you let me know if you want to dive in deeper. Okay. 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 So the power of our story, which I mentioned before, episode 14, um, some of us are natural storytellers. Some of us are not. Um, And you will notice on our team, Cheryl on our team is a natural storyteller. She can engage you and she feels like a warm hug and you want to hear that from her right? Like you, a story from her feels good. So her audience, I would recommend she does a little bit of storytelling via email, via her Instagram. So I would say not every post, right? But longer posts from her make sense. And that would be knowing her brand and knowing what works. Carrie, you're just like, you're not just, you are a ray of sunshine, So I think you probably fall somewhere in between. Would I be okay with a story from you that was longer? Absolutely. Would I be okay with just some motivation from you that feels good? 100%. So to answer your question, I guess, is there are no rules. They will serve audiences in a different way. And it's all about how you execute your brand. Amy on our team is funny as hell. She's funny. So could she just do like a really quick post that's funny? 100%. Jen too. Jen's like super funny. And also super nice, and because she does.
1: she gives event- Yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. Like if you saw her recent reel, <laughs> so we both live in St. Paul, and our roads are a disaster. Sidebar here, like we have not had plows, and it, it's like driving on the moon, literally. And Jen posted a reel of how she's like driving on the moon, searching for snow plows. That's so funny and so brand aligned to Jen, and just makes so much sense. And when Amy on the team is sharing. She lives in downtown Minneapolis and she's sharing kind of what's going on down there or some funny stuff. It makes sense. But also, Amy has shared personal things via storytelling in her emails with great success. So no rules. L- really listening to your audience, paying attention, and making sure what you're saying is actually like necessary, right? Like not a bunch of fluff that doesn't make sense. Like, and if that takes you a few paragraphs, it takes you a few paragraphs. Now, Instagram will cut you off eventually, but if you need it to continue, you just add it into your comments and you keep going. That's my answer.
1: Okay. Wow, I did not know that. it <laughs> <That's
0: Yeah>. a- <laughs> To your comments. Okay, that's funny. Thank you. So, Carrie, I, I have a question for you before we wrap up. Okay. So what is holding you back from creating your content calendar?
1: Oh, good question. I think I, it feels overwhelming. Um, I, I know my brand. I feel very aligned with everything we talked about on my brand. Um, I just need to, yeah, get at it. I'm, I'm motivated. This episode totally helped. Like everything you said was, oh, that makes sense. I can do that. I can do this. It's- I love it. Just prioritizing and taking the time.
0: Carving out the time in your schedule and making sure this is a priority, just like going to meet with clients and doing the boots on the ground. You're going back to the basics, which you've talked about so much. This also needs time carved out for it specifically. So
1: Yes, that's exactly it.
0: Yeah. All right. I love this episode so much, Carrie. This was really fun to have you on. You always like, I smile the whole time, like when I'm with you, like I feel like my face hurts afterwards. So thank you. Thank you so much for that, even though we're doing this virtually, but we can see each other. Um, I love this so much. And I hope that this episode gives you all a kick in the pants to start really zoning in on your brands. And hopefully you'll go to the busbench.com, go to the show notes of this episode and download my branding deep dive I'm so excited for you guys to get your hands on this it's what I do it's a glimpse into my world and I hope this will all make so much more sense so until next time remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are okay girls are you feeling as inspired as we are we're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the girl get your face off a bus bench podcast if you want
1: more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com of for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us, and they're what keep us going.
0: Girl, thanks for being here.